just lost in Humphreys on the road. Muggins and cream, cream and muggins, straight thugging, living the dream. And that's our intro. Fucking muggles. Tickling the clit inside your head that makes you laugh. Woohoo! <laughs> they said it can't be done. Are we in the same seats? That's hack. Oh, muggles. Accidental rib job in the park. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Or am I just being cynical? Just muggled it up on fucking Mugglepedia. Where have you been since 9-11? I did a hot wing one in Salitas once. And I was licking wet wipes. I couldn't, I couldn't, I just needed cold on my tongue. Yeah. So I was licking are you good baby with, wipes. Are you good with spaces usually? Nah. Nah? I just did it because I was drunk and my mate said if I don't do it, I'm gay. So oh, I, yeah, I, yeah, uh-huh. I just got to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And you needed to show them that you love pussy. But <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I was just, oh. And I, I ran to the toilet and I was like, I agree, I agree. And went to the toilet and my mate filmed it and then the whole... Uh, did he get like up. some Spike Lee angles and that? Did he <laughs> fill him it right underneath? He just uh, he, he panned to the to the restaurant and they all started laughing at me. So embarrassing, mum. So head on, he panned to the restaurant, so you were like full on fucking doors open. Yeah, he filled he filled me like that eating these spicy <laughs> you got, wings. You got like a direct fucking sniper lane yeah. from the shitter to your table. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just follows me, go to the toilet, and he catches all the. Uh, or the restaurant pissing themselves at me because I couldn't have a spicy wing. Uh, you would have hated that then. No, fuck that. That, that, hot, again. that hot chip was, uh, I can see why they were discontinued. Have they been discontinued? Aye, because what you were saying, that someone died. It seems mad, doesn't it? Because it doesn't don't seem possible in a crisp. Uh, someone, someone Leah bets the hot chip. <laughs> a what? Leah, Leah Betts. <laughs> no, remember that? <laughs> remember that name? The fucking uh, poster pills. girl, the poster girl for Pilder. Pills, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. That was thing you wanted. That's why the Essex boys got shot up in it. What? Tell us, Adam. Uh, anything more than that was the poster girl for so for pill death. But if you've got, if you've got, yeah. So uh, Tony, I, I feel like I'm grassing on people who are already dead here. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm, gonna, get, I'm gonna get a comeback. You, can you snitch on the dead? Uh, I don't know. You can't libel the dead, can you? Can you not? No, nah, you can say. What is that like in the in the eyes of God or in the eyes of the law? No, Elvis was in the KKK. Oh right, so you can do shit like that. Yeah, you can do shit like that. Can you? Yeah. So Elvis was in the KKK. Yeah, obviously the KKK, mate. I wouldn't be that shocked, like you know that white jumpsuit he had. Yeah. All he needs to do is fucking shake off the sparkles, put the hood up, take the the undetachable. <laughs> yeah. The sequins fire off yeah. like porcupine needles. Yeah, you can libel the dead, mate. Okay, Easy. Yeah. Oh, you can't libel the dead. You can't sue you. Can the can the estate not sue you? Nah, nah, nah. I don't know if I'd get me legal advice off you, Jamie. <laughs> nah, seriously, mate. I know that. And anybody else, welcome to the podcast. This isn't Daniel uh, Sloss. No, we got straight into it there. Nice upgrade, mate. Uh, I've upgraded him. We've got Jamie Hutchinson here. Who? Yeah, how you? How you loving gigging in Scotland? Because you do. You look like cripplingly Scottish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's coming back to my people. I think Hutchinson, uh, I think Hutchinson's Scottish Is it? How you got, you've got a tartan. I think it's a Scottish clan, yeah. I don't know if I've got a tartan. I'm not, not, not about wearing skirts and that. Nah. Um, you've already, like, you've already proved yeah, how straight you are by eating that hot wing. Yeah, yeah, no hot so wing. So you're not going to undo all your hard work. <laughs> I'm hard work I'm wearing a skirt, <laughs> mate. a skirt on. Uh, yeah, Glasgow and Edinburgh this week. Absolutely class. Yeah, uh, yeah, unreal, mate. Absolute people. I think there's such a fucking huge gulf of difference between the two cities as well. Oh, it's insane, mate. Yeah. You know what? In one day, right? Because I, I, I lived too here in Edinburgh when I lived with Sloss, right? Um, I had a gig in Glasgow, and I went 
and this this happened all within the space of two hours. I went to the train station at Haymarket and walked past a young lad getting a violin lesson in his garden with his shorts on, shorts and shirt. In the garden? He was nine years old. And he was getting his violin lesson in the garden. Fuck. And... Uh, I get on the train to Glasgow, had a bit of time to kill before my gig, went into the pub, the pub on in Queen Street that was there, and watched an old lady with like false teeth old, pensioner old, hasn't worked in years old, like hundreds of great grandchildren. Yeah. Ordered a haggis bomb. <laughs> and I had to light her at the bar to find out what was gonna be made. Because I didn't know what a haggis bomb was. No, I don't know. They dropped bomb? a shot of whiskey into an iron brew. <laughs> oh, that's class. And it all happened within the same two hours. I just saw like a fucking slice of the slice of the pie of Edinburgh in that Glasgow. Is so good. I uh, fucking love it up here. Yeah, I do like it. I do like both of these actually. There's a there's a there's a word for people who get assimilated into Scottish culture as well, where the Scottish accept you when you're not from round here. What's that? Refugee. Oh, I like that. It's nice, isn't it? I've sort of been accepted Liverpool. Mm-hmm. So obviously Liverpool Manchester is a massive rivalry. That's that's quite a big uh, leap yeah, to make. Yeah, I've sort of been accepted. Yeah, that that's a, a proper hands across the water, lad. Yeah, that is it's it's. Listen, if I can do it, you know, Israel Palestine, I think I can go over there and do a bit of do a gig. Yeah, to both. You, you could gig to gig to both, bring them together. Yeah, yeah, do it all be do a, do the Gaza pod. Uh huh. Unite them together. Yeah, through me, I think I I'd, I'd, I generally think we'll look back when I'm dead. And hopefully you're not libeling me, as <laughs> I was one of the most important things to world peace. Uh, yeah, you're a cultural figure. Because <laughs> everyone just thinks, thank God I'm not him, let's get on. I think that's how they think. Oh, it could be worse. Do you think yeah, people, yeah. people who are like uh, go, going through the atrocities that are happening yeah, yeah. in the Middle East right now could look at you and go, oh. Well, at least his granddad didn't used to drown him. Uh, did your granddad used to drown you? Well, I, I, well, he's dead, so I can't libel him. So, nah. but um, he uh, he used to because I never liked baths. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you did tell me earlier that you're scared of a lot of things. Yeah, I, don't, I didn't like baths. baths. I just had an irrational fear. I'm going to go down the plug hole. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, is that why you put on a bit of timber? Yes, yeah, that's just stop Just pl- yeah. plug hole proof yourself. Yeah, yeah, Who baths with a plug ho- plug out? No, but when you take it out, that's, you're wasting a lot of water there. If you, oh, no, you no, but when you take it out at the uh-huh. end and it goes, oh, you've like, got you've got to do that. You've got to take the thing out and just let all your scum settle on you oh. in layers like sedimentary rock. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know nah, because and then to get me in the bath, my granddad would go right. Come on, we'll play world records. Because I used to love Guinness World Records. Uh-huh. And he went, right. No, he just loved Guinness. <laughs> yeah. He went, go under the water. I'll time how long you can stay underwater for. So I just, till, till I was drowning. And he went, yeah. right, he did 28 seconds. And we had a book, had a notebook of all my times. Uh-huh. So I'd go, oh, 42 seconds, new PB. So I just had notebooks filled with times. And if the police ever come round, they'll go, what's this? So it's when I put my grandson underwater. Uh, so so, so most kids have like a little notch on the wall. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. You've, got, you've got how long you can fucking flap your gills. Yeah, I had time underwater and stuff. I think that that's nice. That's yeah. that's bonding that. Yeah, yeah. That's You know what that is? That's your granddad being sick of your shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's like, your granddad's got to bath you. Right, he's been put in charge of bathing you for whatever fucking sin he committed, right? And you're just fucking yammering away yeah. with how you can 
create peace in the Middle East or whatever the fuck you are tired of with as a 13 year old I'm making you 13 for this by the way <laughs> you're 13 years old for this gym yeah you got pubes scared of the you got your first few pubes coming through do you know and your granddad's like Jamie man fucking I'll tell you do you know that's funny thing you mentioned pubes in the bath so when I when I was 13 I turned down a blowjob of a 16-year-old girl because I didn't have pubes. Because you didn't have pubes. And I thought pubes are like, essential. And you'd be like, you'd be deflected as well, going, fuck off, you slut. No, I was like... <laughs> like, like, totally degraded her. Yeah. As if, like, are you fucking mad? I'll get a blowjob, hottest last ever. Yeah. Blowjob, I feel deflecting because you haven't got pubes. No, I was like, ah, I'm all right, you know. Nah, I'm sound. Yeah, I'm God, like someone's getting around. I've had a hot wing, I don't need to prove it to you. <laughs> but I thought pubes played an integral part of it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck yeah, I need pubes, man. Um, so I thought, here's what my theory was. Mm-hmm. I don't know where I've got this science from, but I used to. But I believe it. I'm buying it. I used to, right. So any kids watching who, who are prepubescent and they want pubes to get blowjobs, here's my tips. <laughs> I bathed with shorts on. Yeah, <laughs> really. Hot. Grand, I couldn't see. You didn't have any pubes. <laughs> <laughs> One pube do world record. <laughs> I used to trap steam in my shorts. Uh-huh. I used to think it would be like a greenhouse effect. Chrome oh, really? <laughs> really? You fucking hydroponics. Yeah, You're getting the UV in our lad. So I was doing that. So you know, like, like fucking like growing weed. So I did that from 12. Three years later, full bush. Full bush. You must do, have worked. You do the maths. It must have worked. If I didn't I do that, it'd be the way. <laughs> Aye. Because like before that, you were keeping it in the dark, just moist, and all you had was one mushroom. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that was not enough. Needed natural sunlight. Uh-huh. That was my theory in, um, in pube growing. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, fucking, I, I was really late with the pubes. Yeah, it's, it's hard, isn't it? Uh-huh. I don't get I, It's crazy to me. F- if you told me at 13, you know, when, you know when you're 32, no one cares about pubes? Mm-mm. I still thought like my mum uh-huh. bragged about having pubes. Aye. Uh-huh. Because my mum did brag about having pubes. <laughs> she when she who shared, to to you? Well, well, to everyone. Well, she, what megaphone she, in the street, <laughs> ringing a bell. Got this bush. <laughs> what she do? She'd shave, her fanny, uh-huh. and then borrow some to you, and leave the bit, hairs all in the bath. Little bit of titty tape for you. <laughs> she'd leave. She'd leave all the hairs in the bath. Uh-huh. And to me, that's her telling me. Only one of us has got pubes in this house. Oh, so you think she's playing mind games? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I don't see any ginger hairs. You are engaged in pure psychological warfare with a yeah. man who is just bath pube in you. I know, leaving. and then I'm, I'm, and I don't, I don't know how to rinse a bath. Nah. So I'm just fucking. You just gotta get I've your got, heat under it for record some, times. I've got, I've got some <laughs> p- mum's fanny pubes on me back. Uh huh. That teaches you to grow pubes quick. Aye. Uh, you want, you want to fucking just whack and run like Chewbacca off your mother's pubes. <laughs> no, I've seen my mum's bus so much. Uh, you're, you're, you're there covering your mum's pubes, right, after sport, but you can't go get a shower, otherwise you'll wash them off. Oh, so you've got no. the pubes to show off, but yeah, you've got to do it like, but they're all, I'm going to get showered at home, but still like They're all run. black though. Your mum's pubes are all black. Got, yeah, so they've got, if I did that to the boys, when, uh, check, check me back here, uh-huh. go, ah, fuck off, that's your mum's pussy here. Well, you could just say it's just for men. I use just from then on my back hair. (laughs) (laughs) But like Alice. Top hat, black hair, mate. That's Fucking. So you were scared of founding the plug hole? Yeah. (laughs) You're scared of cats? Scared of cats, wasps. 
mashed potato. You showed Pierre of uh, Daniel's cats there as we're coming to the house. Yeah, cats just go for me, man. Yeah, I feel like they've sensed evil well, cats. Yeah, they really... They sense darkness. That's why I like dogs more, because they're thick, aren't they? Ah, uh, yeah. They're, like, docile and yeah. just happy. I, mean? I, I used to have some strong op- uh, opinions on dogs before I become a dog lover and owned a dog business with my wife. <laughs> you used <laughs> but, to dislike But I used to dislike... Well, I didn't... I feel like everything was misconstrued and twisted by the internet. <laughs> when people took the words I said and used them against us. Yeah, yeah. As, as verbatim. <laughs> but I was like, dogs love you for biscuits. They'd love you if you were pedo. If they whacked it on you fucking a kid, they'd still be all over you. Well, I just think cats they've got, would. They've got no moral compass. I think paedophiles will be attracted to cats, though. You think so? In that they see themselves as highly intelligent and above the law. Mm-hmm. Like cats have that snooty sort of... Aye. Yeah, I'll get... So I'll, you, I, is I that why get, you don't like cats? Because they're pedos? Yeah, because a cat looks to me and goes, I could get a girl in a boot. You couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's got sinister intentions. And I'm like, fuck's sake, I wish I could get a girl in a boot. Like a cat. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could. I don't hate that. I don't hate them because they do that. I hate them out of jealousy <laughs> because I can't do that. Can't drive. <laughs> nah. uh, how, how are you finding touring without a car? Because um, that's a lot of that's you're, string, yeah. you're stringing a lot of gigs together over tour. It's not just like you're doing a weekend in a city. Because doing a weekend in a city, you'd say I'm kicking in Liverpool this weekend, right? I'll get a train doing on a Thursday. I'll get back on a Sunday. Yeah, yeah Bob's yeah. your uncle. You live in the city for that three days. Them three days might be between Edinburgh, Glasgow, and Leeds. Yeah. So we did oh, Middlesbrough. Middlesbrough's your next one, isn't it? Yeah. Glasgow, what, Edinburgh. One week we did Manchester, Hull, Southampton, Belfast, Dublin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what you've got to do. It's it's a it's it's a lifestyle I've cultivated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a lifestyle podcast. In in prep, it's preparation, and it's called Magoo time. Magoo time. You need to prep for Magoo. Magoo. Right. Tell us about Magoo. So Magoo is basically fucking up. Yeah. So you need to allow fuck up time. Save my yeah gig. the golden hour. Save me gigs at eight. I plan to get there for five. The difference. Eight minus five, that's three hours Magoo. Uh-huh. We've got three hours Magoo. So three hours Magoo can be trains going wrong, getting on the wrong train, being cancelled, having to get a replacement bus, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff you allow for the Magoo. Yeah. And then fucking worst case scenario, you're getting the most expensive Uber of your life. Yeah. That's what I mean. and you're, making, pro- you're making nothing from the gig. Yeah, I wanted to, because we was a bit worried in the whole Southampton leg mm-hmm. tour. Yeah. Oh, that's bleak that. That's so bleak that. I was, I was priced up getting a chauffeur just as a Southampton gig and just make complete, lose money on the gig but just turn up like yeah. in a fucking hummer. Make a podcast episode of it. Just yeah, get yeah. your fucking camera set up in the, in the yeah, thing. Get a hummer to Southampton attic. Yeah. I did. So you priced it up willing to cut the losses and still went, no. Did, yeah. Can you well, remember what the price was? It was like 700 quid or something. Aye. But I was like, you know. Um, but, but luckily, Wozniak... You must have been tempted, but... I, I got talked out. Pr- I got talked yeah, out from it. Yeah, good good friends will talk you out of Because I, I, don't, I don't value money at all. Yeah. Dogs have always been skinned. Mm-hmm. I had a bit of money, I'm like, I'm not arsed. Oh, me and my lass have got such different concepts of money. It's class. Because she's, she's posh. Yeah. She'll not say she is. Because she's got good values. Yeah. yeah. But what she thinks broke is... Oh, it's mental. Like, she, I've, I've seen her say she's 
worry about money with fucking tens of thousands in the in our bank. And I'm like, oh, I need to be minus tens of thousands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like going into the going into the branch for seven quid because I cannot withdraw seven yeah, quid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the seven quid isn't even minor to me overdraft. Yeah, yeah. That's where I've been. Yeah, that's I, where I've been. So fucking when she when she's when she's tired of we've been broke, like or like having money worries. I'm like, oh, there's so many layers. Yeah, it's there's crazy. so many layers that you'll. I don't I, I don't understand that, but I have it with mates as well. Like they got like off, oh, can't can't come out to the match. Mm-hmm. I'm a bit skinny. I went, you don't, you're not. Aye. If but I, that's that's how savers save because yeah. when my wife's made these calls. It's cash flow, and that money that I'm talking about is untouchable because that's for a house deposit in the future. Yeah, that's it. She's thinking about we're going to be buying a house at some point. We kind of touch that. Yeah, nothing's untouchable. So, uh huh. And uh, she's really like she. I would have. I was in thirty grand of debt when I met her, and now I haven't had debt since 2017, and it's all because of her, because of her values have been instilled in me. No, yeah. But I still, I still know what the bottom is. Yeah, I've never answered letters. I when I was twenty one, I got a three grand overdraft, put it on a horse, because I thought in my head I thought I'm going to be a professional gambler. But I just need I just need I just need a base but camp in, to go off. But in your head, did you not know what a professional gambler was? That they would just put it all on one horse. Yeah, but I've like, just, are they not a professional gambler's not like fucking chipping away with little this things? This was this was an eleven to ten shot. It should have been one to two. I was like, the value in this is unbelievable. Uh-huh. There's no way this should be 11 to 10 this horse. So I put three grand on. I just went out of working in the bookies. Mm-hmm. I don't know the way out of the bookies is gambling. <laughs> I like the poetry of it. It seems to work for everybody else in this room. <laughs> <laughs> everybody else in here. God, I've lost some good friends from the big win. <laughs> I never saw them again after that. <laughs> <laughs> There's been absolutely no trajectory at all. Just absolutely, just flatline solemnness. But I just wanted a base camp to start my gambling career. Mm. And, I, and it was Lloyd's, and they had this class thing, internet banking, if you heard of it. Uh, <laughs> and you could just, like, request your overdraft limit. So I just put in 500 quid, accepted. Mm. A grand, accepted. Uh, they just kept on accepting. Oh, debt me. was a bad badge of honor for me when so I was, was growing like, up. Fuck off! Got to accept it for credit. I, I couldn't believe he uh-huh. was giving me this money. He's mad. Giving me this money though. Uh-huh. So, but three grand on the horse, it fell at the first fence. I, and <laughs> it fell over. The, <laughs> Your price horse fell over. And I was earning twelve hundred quid a month after tax. I got twelve hundred quid, and I'm in a three grand overdraft. So I just get twelve hundred quid, and it just gets swallowed and swallowed. Mm-hmm. So I just changed banks and never opened a letter again from Lloyd's. Never paid them back 10 years, nah. 12 years. Hey, check your clear score. Experian, yeah. Yeah. Are Double you, digits. Are you all right now? He got your shit together. I swear to God, he got, he got He got financial hygiene now, Jamie. He spent £700 on homers from oh, Paul no, to I'm, Southampton without I, the correct support. I just, I just fuck money up the wall. Yeah. It's mad. I have to have like a separate account now for, for gigs uh-huh. just so... My mentality is like, just leave that. Uh-huh. I just, I still want to make money from gambling. I, still, I, I think I deserve a big win. I've got it in me. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I know I have one of these big wins in me. Hey, try getting an overdraft with someone else. I'm just going. I'm not even going. I'm I, not even going to try and stop you. I'm going to encourage you. I can't even get an overdraft. <laughs> going to be the devil on both shoulders. <laughs> I can't even get. I can't get an overdraft from Starling. 
Don't From where? Who's that? that? Is that like a Wonga? Starling Bank. Starling. It's like one of these... The fact I haven't heard of it tells us that it's a little bit backwater. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I can't even get that. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. That's like getting turned down for a pint in Glasgow. <laughs> You're too drunk, It's mate. impossible. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So, yeah, the, I don't, just don't don't value money at all. I actually fear having too much money. Cause yeah, because you're you're coming in you're coming into a nice level of success now and like yeah, worthy as well. Like you've yeah. worked hard, you've grafted, you've put in the suicide mails in in the circuit. You've yeah, worked yeah. hard at your podcast. You're getting you're getting your reward for your hard work. Yeah, that's what I mean. Now, are you prepared for the reward you're able to get? You're gonna get you're gonna probably get money that could kill you, Jamie. Well, I'm very <laughs> fortunate I've got a girlfriend now. Uh huh. Yeah. If I was single, I'd be dead. Yeah. 100% with this money I'm getting. And the amount of coke I'm getting offered at gigs and stuff. Aye. And I'm trying to curb it. But it's just... See, what I've found, if, I can, if I'm in any position to give advice, <laughs> it's take more drugs than people who have a drug problem, but don't let it become a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> do that. Yeah. Drink more than people who've got a drink problem, but don't let it become a problem. Well, fi- don't let it get in the way of your career. Don't let it get in the way of your relationship and yeah, your family. Yeah, yeah. Don't let it get in the way of any of that stuff. The minute it does, realise you went too far with it, rein it in. I know, it's so easy to do, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's what I do with gambling as well. I've got so many fucking vices that I just, and I, I just get stuck in. I don't see it as a problem. I just see it as getting involved. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Having a go. Have you been to Vegas? Nah. All, all my, my whole year is centred around the Cheltenham Festival. The horse racing. Okay, right. So I'm doing the next tour extension, Feb to May. Uh-huh. And she said, like, I've got a couple of club gigs. So I went, oh, I can't do this date, this date. Not Cheltenham Week. Mm-hmm. That is off limits. You suit up. I won't do anything other than Cheltenham. No, I'll go to my dad's and watch it. I do. You don't go to the... Fe- so would you like to go to the I've festival? Been, is that what I've you want to do? I've, yeah? been, I've been twice. Yeah. I won a I competition once with Stan James. Uh, well, they, they You're going to tell us who Stan James is, not my world. Well, they said, uh, it's just a bookies. Right. So they said, um, they did a competition, like, tell us why you deserve to win. Mm-hmm. Two tickets. How, so, what was it? How, how I said, deserve oh, to win? It's been that's 50th. Uh-huh. Was it? And we're, yeah, and we're both ginger, so we've already lost in life, so give us a win for once. <laughs> and they give it once. Nice. So we had uh, sick tickets for that. Uh, and then you turned up and you just had your mum's funny hair all the way back, and you're like, <laughs> fraud! <laughs> Fraud, he's dyed his hair ginger for the tickets. <laughs> You've gingered up. And one, one year, this is Prime Magoo. Uh-huh. Prime Magoo, this. So we get the National Express to Cheltenham Festival, right? Mm-hmm. We stop off at Wolverhampton. Stop off at Wolverhampton, having a coffee. And me and my dad both have Magoo syndrome. Right, Like, yeah. we're thick. Late for everything. Like proper dyspraxic and stuff. You, you magooed this podcast. Oh, yeah, magoo. You, I was, oh, I did magoo this podcast. Yeah, so I was I was telling it, um, like, I'll, we'll do the podcast in Edinburgh. Yeah. I've got the, like, the portable stuff that we use in hotel rooms. We'll do it in Edinburgh. And you got off the, uh, sorry, Glasgow. Glasgow. I said Glasgow. I live in Glasgow. That's, what, that's how easy it is yeah. to me. We said Glasgow. And you got off the train to Edinburgh and you went, right, let's see where Kai lives. And it was back away. <laughs> oh, this is a nightmare. Like. <laughs> it's like, I've magooed this to the point I can't even make it anymore. Yeah, absolutely. So magoo. We're doing it in Edinburgh. So we're in Wolverhampton. We had a coffee. Yeah. We couldn't find the exit yeah. of a service station. So we're just surrounded by cars. In a car park, uh-huh. but it's a coach car park, yeah. And we couldn't, we didn't know how to find it, so the coach had fucked off without us. So I had to get an Uber from Wolverhampton to Cheltenham 
for your free tickets. Your free tickets ended up costing you. you, If you bought the tickets, it would have been cheaper than the Uber you've just got. But then, £20, Somerville boy, won the first race, won it all back. And then proceeded to lose it all for the rest of the day. There it is. (laughs) And then, on the way home, we couldn't find the coach car park at Cheltenham. Uh So we missed the coach again. So we missed two coaches there and back. So we had to walk from miles to find train station. It's horrendous. So yeah, Shea Tapes. And, and United gonna... got knocked out of the Champions so, League. And you're like, and that's what I'm going to revolve my entire year around. Yeah. <laughs> that lovely, joyous experience <laughs> yeah, that yeah, brought yeah. me nothing but hell. Trout them in our house is big, and I'm not exaggerating, it's more important than Christmas to us, to right. our family. Yeah. So like Christmas Day, it's like, yeah, we... We just have a curry and watch EastEnders and that. Do you, do you put up a little tree and just hang like Bootie's pens from yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> <Bed> and slips. <laughs> Stirrup. Yeah, we have a Christmas card book and slips. <laughs> I remember once, because uh, Boxing Day is obviously a big day of racing and football and stuff. Mm-hmm. So my dad gave me 50 quid off like Christmas money. Give it my Christmas day. And he went, and that is being betted. <laughs> this is so funny he's like you're not spending that on clothes or anything stupid I uh, get yourself something nice <laughs> you're gambling it uh-huh. put that on a knacker yeah so it's just drilled into What's me the biggest win you've had um, a few grand I, I've had I've had days where money's not happened like the turnover in some days has been like 10, 12 grand mm-hmm. where uh, me, me and my mate we used to even when I started a job I used to book four days in the Britannia Hotel in Manchester mm-hmm. and just go in the piss room, mate, that I'd nip in work, do a shift, and go back out on the piss. Nice. And we're in the bookies and as well. In the bookies hungover. And there's one day where we'd won, like, every race and was up up a few grand between us. Then we went casino and was up, like, eight, nine grand. So uh, I just stayed straight through, bang on the beak, just fucking right through, two, two and a half days on it. Nipping work, fuck off early from work, like 1 pm. And then my mate's doing five ton of dog and the dog racing. Five ton of dog. Fucking hell. And then. I can't even imagine the fucking fear and worry. Oh, I love it, mate. You and like then, it? Do you like, do you like that suffrage? I love losing. <laughs> Professional losing. There's something. <laughs> there's, there's something. <laughs> there's something brilliant and cathartic about losing your last uh, fiver do you like how comfortable you are in the pit yeah i love it yeah do you know what i mean it's it, when, I'm, when i'm when i'm riding high and i've got that all oh, the thousands of pounds i'm like oh your comfort zone this is class unfamiliar terrain but but i just need to, i need uh, this episode to end now and it needs to end in disaster mm-hmm. has to but he was doing five ton of dog then nipping out and getting a brass and he had like four brasses in the day. So if the dog come in, <laughs> he spent money. If on... the dog come in, he was getting a sex worker. Five ton, nip for a brass. Back in the book, I'll meet you. In a, meet you an hour, getting a brass. But he was just like, he was obsessed with brasses. I was obsessed with dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's gonna have their face. <laughs> it's amazing. Fucking. Uh, oh, I wanted, to, I wanted to tell you as well. You know, can I can I read out the last exchange that we had on Facebook? Oh really? Yeah, go on. Can I read it or not? Yeah, yeah. Why? Right. Because because uh, I want to read it because something similar happened straight after messaging you. Oh really? And uh, it was worse <laughs> than the exchange we had. Oh right? no. So uh, I'm just gonna. Find the message that I sent you. Because I, I, I come on Facebook, I saw your tour in town, I come on and I messaged you so that I could uh, yeah, meet up, meet up with and do this podcast. But you know when you just haven't spoken to each other on Facebook for a good few years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you see the last exchange that you had. 
uh, it was a beautiful thing because I didn't even know what you were on about when you texted us this. Oh, no. So this is 11th of July, 2018, at half past 10 at night. You went, hey, lad, if that's aimed at me being kicked out, I didn't mean to say mong. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, I hardly knew you. I think you did a punch drunk gig or something before, hadn't you? Off recommendation, you did a North Shields punch drunk or something. Nah. <laughs> It'd be like, you went, uh, I didn't mean to say mong. I'm just fuming, mate. <laughs> I'm so angry I said mong. Uh, I'm just fuming, mate. I've apologised on the comment as well. I didn't mean any offence, like. And I'm just like, I just went, nah, I was on about Mark Nelson. <laughs> I didn't see a post. I wouldn't have been asked by Mong. <laughs> and then he went, oh, I called someone a Mong. My head's gone, lad. <laughs> so that was our exchange. It just made us laugh because five years ago and I totally fucking did None of that exchange was in my memory at all. And I was like, oh, fucking hell. <laughs> so, I know what it can was. Can you remember what it was or not? I know what it was. Uh, so World Cup. Yeah. And there was an argument on the... There's like mm. a comics football group. Uh-huh. And it was called uh, Where Comedians Can Talk About Football Away From Pricks. Yeah. And, and all I had done is flippantly replied about Mark Nelson just going, I thought they said away from pricks. Yeah, yeah. And, and so, someone, we got beat. I was like, obviously when Croatia beat us and someone was moaning at Southgate, when I was, shut your mong. <laughs> oh no. Oh, and, then, no. and then obviously oh, you no. said, and then because you said, I thought this was meant to be talking away from pricks. I went, oh, fuck is that me? Uh, yeah, you instantly connected then, the dots. And because it was England semi-final, I'd just been f- on it all day and you just power out. Yeah, it, yeah. I mean? uh, oh, that's very funny. So that, I, I bring that up, right? Because like a day later after that, um, so I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna be doing this uh, this panel show and it's about Newcastle, right? Mm. So they want to have an ex-footballer on the panel. So um, there's... Can you remember a footballer called Olivier Bernard? Yeah, yeah, left back. Yeah, uh-huh. so yeah. he played for Newcastle. I think he had a stint at Rangers as well. Yeah. Um, but I, I'd done a gig with him a while back at this like show racism, the red card thing, mm. right? And uh, he, he was his last, I don't know if he's still with the same last, but just from Pontyland, just from the northeast, And he was there as a guest of honour. And we're backstage and I spent the whole time backstage just showing his last uh, a video of Lauren Robert clearing yeah. the ball, hitting Olivier Bernard in the face. I remember that. And yeah, Olivier yeah. Bernard goes like comic jelly legs. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, wobble yeah like this and he, he walks a several steps before his consciousness he goes, leaves him and he falls over like some shot Robert had uh-huh. he was fucking like scalded it off his face right? yeah, yeah. so I show his last this video which is howling and we watched it about seven times me and his last <laughs> watched this thing right so I've I've worked with Olivier Bernard before right and he, I know I think he owns a pub with somebody from Blythe in a, or they run a pub together or something or they're in business together and I half know this lad I went to school with him but he wasn't in my year yeah, right yeah. so I went to text this lad to see if he had Olivier Bernard's number so that we could get him on this show and uh I just I messaged them uh, just saying like I, the, the messages about that. But before I sent the message, I come on and seen that I've messaged him before and he'd replied. He'd replied to one of my stories, which you can't see anymore, saying, why is your face twisted? And I went, I it took a beating. It's spent 35 years of getting in the way of stuff. And then he went, ha, 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 ha. And I went, football boots, fists, car windows, the North Sea, you name it. <laughs> So he started naming cock, balls, tampons, question mark at the end of each. And then I sent him a picture, this lad I hardly know, of me with a tampon in my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll send it to Matthew. Fuck it, that'll end up on the internet, I'm sure. Um, 
I sent him that picture. And then I was at the point where I was like, I don't even know if I can message this lad asking uh, about Olivia Bernard because I'm a shambles. It has to bump that conversation. I'm a shambles and I've been on it. The 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 anxiety I get, I just get a flash of fucking hell, lad. Do you remember when you pissed that guy off in 2012? Yeah. And I'll just message him. I went, oh, lad, are we all right? Mm. Like 10 years ago. You act on it. Yeah. Fuck, that that yeah. causes the problem. Yeah, I know. That, act, that activates the overthinking. I have to, I have to sometimes, seriously, when I, when I wake up, when I've been on, on the beak and that, because mm. I black out, I have a sip of a drink and I'll wake up. Yeah, okay. I have to get my phone uh -huh. and put it in another room. So I'm not even tempted to go and so look at you've it. So you've got to take actions. To I've got to. It's got, it can't be near me. Because you know, you know um, my theory on intrusive thoughts, right, is you're going to be getting intrusive thoughts all the time. You're the filter, right? You can't choose which thoughts yeah. you're going to get, right? But the minute you action a thought, the part of your brain that gives you the intrusive thoughts goes... Ooh, he acts on them ones. Give yeah, him more of them yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He acts on them. So I've, I've always likened it to like a sushi chef. If, <laughs> the, if a sushi's putting like fucking his his stuff, his negris and all that on the on the conveyor belt, mm. and then somebody's getting a particular one and eating it, he's like, oh, I'll make more of those. Oh, They're going yeah, down well. Yeah, yeah. Supply and demand. So, uh, supply and demand. Yeah. So your brain's giving you full on fucking supply and demand based on how you're actioning your thoughts. So if you action intrusive thoughts like that guy in 2012 thinks you're a dick, oh, no. and then you action it. It's kind of, oh, he, he likes them ones. Oh, he likes I, them thoughts. I'm going to give him more of them. I accidentally started a rumour about an open spot years ago. <laughs> and, it, and, it, and, it, and it got back to me in a car share. And I went, oh, fuck, I started that, you know. Ah, uh, no. I was pissed up and I went, I'll, I'll give him a fake name. I'll call him. Elliot Steele. <laughs> I went, you know, Elliot Steele don't wipe his ass. He doesn't wipe his ass. Yeah. Oh, no. So I was like, we're talking about Elliot Steele. Uh, and inverted commas. And the guy, I went, um, oh, yeah, it's weird, that thing that like, does, he doesn't wipe his ass. He went, what? Well, yeah, Elliot Steele, don't, don't wipe his ass before a gig. So that he likes the itch on stage. <laughs> just adds to his performance. <laughs> I, I don't know. This but, actually really scans with Elliot Steele. Yeah. <laughs> it really, it really, uh, it, it really, like, explains his stage presence. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's so moody. Um, so I've, uh, I've told my mum that Milo McCabe is a never nude. Uh, basically told the story of Tobias from uh, Arrested Development. I don't know if you've ever seen nah. that, but he wears his jorts in the shower. Um, and I just told that story about Milo before my wedding so that my mum would, like, <laughs> look at Milo in a different way, <laughs> thinking he was never nude. Yeah. He always, like, puts on, like, clothes, like, around clothes to yeah, get changed. Yeah, He's never yeah, got his yeah, cock yeah, out. Yeah. He showers with shorts on. That's what I mean. And the the, the, the Elliot still don't wipe his ass thing, that mm -hmm. ended up on graffiti in the King's Arms toilets. Yeah, in Salford, and six months went by. If that wasn't you, that weren't me. That weren't no. you in a blackout. That wasn't. Oh well, could have been. It wasn't my handwriting. <laughs> no, but then, <laughs> it was neat. But then um, six months later, I'm in a car share somewhere, and he went, "Have you heard him about not wiping his ass?" I went, "Nah, no, it's like me." Just starting these little fucking fuck. And another thing I used to do, do to do you reckon it's got back to them? Must have done. Yeah. So where, memes made. What 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 year was it? Oh, this is like really early days at 16, 15, 16. Okay, so it hurts that you think that's really early days. Like, <laughs> I feel like a fucking veteran. <laughs> I feel like, feel like a World War One veteran here in some time with World War Two. Like, oh, Me talking about how tough the Belgrano was, sleeping in the sun. <laughs> 
Um, so is that comedian still a comedian? Are they, no, they, I went back to teaching. Did they go back to teaching? Yeah. Oh, that's actually give that's yeah. give people a lot of oh, sh- that's that's proof that it wasn't Elliot Steele. <laughs> Teaching that you know what it, the thing is that's the one job where you've narrowed it down to eighty percent of comedians. Oh no, yeah, yeah, it's still a lot. Yeah, it's mad, that, isn't it? Uh, I just imagine teachers from my school if they went to into stand up. Mm, it's nah. so bizarre to me. Nah, there's not a there's not a single teacher who I who I had in front of us that I would have. Nah, nah. It's Do you ever remember any of them being funny? Yeah, we had funny teachers, but not stand-up funny, do you know what I mean? Nah. Like, funny for teachers. You, now, you know what made them funny? The fact they swore. Yeah. If yeah. any of them swore, they were class. Or said, just call me Mick. Aye. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And they're the ones that, when you look back, why are you being that desperate, man? I, tr- oh, I tried to be-, be that desperate. You were a teacher? No, I worked for a hairdressing academy. <laughs> <laughs> You've got such hidden depths. <laughs> <laughs> So I worked in recruitment for this hairdressing academy. Yeah. Uh-huh. So we just had- so that you could get cuttings to put in your bath. So your mom, <laughs> <laughs> so your mom was like, "Fucking hell, Jamie!" There's loads of wigs in the bath. Uh-huh. I'm that bitch. Uh, so I worked this hairdressing academy, and I was in recruitment. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I did. I'm Minta interviews me. So you were had on. You were recruiting. I'm going to call you a bluff on that, but... I was recruitment, yeah. So, hold on, you worked in the hairdressing academy, not as an academic, but you worked in the academy as the 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 HR... Sales, sales, like sales. So, I basically... So, you were were an office worker at the hairdressers? Yeah, but sales. Uh So, you didn't didn't touch the hair? Didn't touch the hair, no. Didn't touch the hair, you just just pitched a good haircut. Yeah, yeah. You were going going knocking on people's doors, just going right. Pretty much. Here is out. So I I, I drink salons. Uh It's basically like Hogwarts for hair. (laughs) I'm listening. So, uh, like, you'd get, like, 16-year-old, predominantly girls, but some lads as well, uh, 16-year-old girls in, they want to do hairdressing. I have to find them a salon to Mm. work in, so like an apprenticeship, and then they do two days at the college. Right. Two days at the college and free in the salon, basically. So I've got ring salons. I've got a nice girl in your area, wants to do hairdressing, mm-hmm. draw an apprentice, £4.30 an hour. They say yes or no. So mm-hmm. that's basically my job. Yeah. So what I have to do as well is welcome the 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 girls. So every Friday, we'd have an intake of, of people who want to do hairdressing. Now, a lot of the time... They don't want to do hairdressing. It's just that there's no qualifications needed. You mm-hmm. don't need any GCSE. So if they fuck their exams up, yeah. they'll just come to us. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And some of them have like, been told to come here by the job centre or whatever. Yeah. And a smaller percentage have a real passion for hairdressing. Yeah. So I'd have to do a presentation to these like 16-year-old girls. About what the job entails? Yeah, about about how the course is. Yeah. So I'd have the slideshow on. Did, are you the person that taught the teenagers how to do the head wank? <laughs> No, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm just. I always found that the weirdest thing when you go into an actual hairdresser's not a barber's. Oh, and they right, put you yeah, in the yeah. sink and they wash your hair first, and then a teenager just comes up and massages your head, and you're like, ah, right, this is a bit Epstein Island. Oh, I had a hair. Mate, you don't even. That's not even the worst of it. Hairdressing is mental, mate. There's going to be a big panorama about hairdressing. <laughs> is Danny going to be on dispatches <laughs> again? Slots <laughs> on dispatches with his yeah, barber. Yeah. <laughs> Calling out for Dalsa soon. <laughs> Hairdress is wild, right? So I'd give this presentation to the girls, but I'd be, I'd be like sat on the desk 
the sideshow playing, but yeah, we can skip that slide. Mm-hmm. And I went, hey, just call me Jamie. I was like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. So I'd have to interview the girls one on one, interview them, and I'd give them a score out of 10. So, like, if they're showing passion for the industry, they yeah. really want to do it. Customer service. You're like, yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah, yeah. You're looking at how like, they interact as a yeah, human yeah. because they're going to be working in their shop front. And you score out of 10. Yeah. So we'd have really high-end city centre salons. It's really damaging that you oh, no. mark teenagers out of 10, Jamie. This, this is get, it gets worse, mate. <laughs> oh, no. Right, it gets worse. <laughs> so we have really high-end city centre salons. Uh-huh. And we have, like, shitholes, like, in the rough areas of Manchester as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Every area's catered for. So they'll get you, like, twos and threes. So, I, well, every time, I most of them, like, six, seven out of ten. And then I remember the first time we had a ten out of ten candidate absolutely fucking smashed it every mm. answer was like hear this why bang i yeah. really want to do it switched on really switched on proper conscientious like mature beyond the years so i went to my manager the jude went, bellingham yeah the jude, oh, the jude bellingham oh, we retired a number and everything so she's like I, I i go to my manager go oh i've got a 10 out of 10 candidate here we need to send her to the posh salon in, in the middle of yeah, town. Yeah, she's got the Tony and Guy. Yeah, so it has to be, like, top end. And and he goes, oh, great, great, which one is it? And I went, oh, that, that girl there. And he went, she's that town centre. I went, no, no, we're interviewed. She's like, she went, no, no. No. She's not town centre. No. Because she was big. The rate, the rate of her on appearance. Yeah. They went, oh, they, cunt. They, they went, we can't send her there. They won't have her. Cunt. So we had, we'd have to send, like... I went, so you, I went, what you had on, had on, this guy is like, Dan, that 16-year-old's not attractive enough yeah. to go, the fuck is he marking a young, impressionable yeah. and then, human on that? And I was, I, I was... That man needs to watch the Barbie movie. I was gobsmacked. <laughs> I was, are you messing? So then... Did you call him out on it or were you still like... I went, I'm going to send her. So I sent her anyway. Oh, for an good, in- good. I sent her for an interview. I went, I've got an amazing girl here for you. She's mm. absolutely smashed it. And she's gone to that posh city centre salon. She didn't get the job. And this is impossible. She, if they judged it on the right, you know, the right thing. Yeah, what a fucking red flag on that man. Yeah. What a red flag. Like, the I fucking know, the mad. fact that he is weighing up last night. But it was that, That's like, you know, the, the old school fucking, uh, the newspaper had done like a countdown on Charlotte Ages. Charlotte, yeah. Charlotte Church is coming of age. That's mad, isn't it? Uh huh. And like that, that bloke who did, did that. But he was gay. To, the, to that. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It's just, it's just, it's not. It's in. It's an en- endemic in, in the capitalism. It's capitalism. It's in the industry. It's just the industry norm. It's like no one even shrugged. Mm. I was bloke because I was new to the hairdressing game. It's brutal, isn't it? Lass is different standard chance in that claim. And man. then like, these girls, these a... girls coming in with like too much fake tan and you know fucking rake thin, mm-hmm. just chewing gum in the fucking interview. Like, I and don't, then they don't like, even want to be here. Get them to the city centre. Get them to the city centre. Uh, it's, like, it's fucking mind blowing, mate. Fuck, that's been it's really sad. I know it's crazy, isn't it? Aye. Uh, and what like what year was that? Like when are we talking now? That's, is that it's COVID? That's still happening. That's happening now. I actually got a cease and desist from the company. Because you were... Uh, so I said it on a podcast and it got clipped yeah, up. Yeah, you're doing it again now. Do you want to shut the company out? No. Because <laughs> you've got a cease and desist. 
<laughs> Fuck. Isn't that bad, though? Straight in the hairdressers. Isn't, isn't that bad that on a podcast now, with, with a profile like you have, or the knowledge that you have of that industry, you kind of just look through the barrel of the lens and call them out, because even though you're right, they're, yeah. they're going to well, it's threaten with action. It's not just them. It's... it's Industry-wide. It's the industry-wide, because mm-hmm. that's what I mean. Because, to be honest, the way my manager said it, he is a really sound guy, and he went, I don't agree with it, but I know if we send her there, they're not going to have her, and they're going to have a go at us for sending her. I just know that's going to happen. Yeah, so he he was just going off the claimant. Yeah, he was like, Wrong. she's not town centre, it won't, it, she the, won't get the job, and if you send her, you'll build her hopes up that she's going to get it, which I did, uh-huh. and then she didn't get it. And yeah. She went to some shithole in Eccles. It's just, it's just like working, working class men in comedy. That's what it is, mate. <laughs> just making it for ourselves. It's just yeah. uh, this London centric that yeah, like Northern yeah. us. It's, it's exactly like that. It's, ex- it's the same. <laughs> We're just on our accents. Uh huh. Yeah. The, 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 you don't know our plight. <laughs> um, how, how are you finding as well the difference between like, you know now that you're touring? Do you find a difference when you go down south? Do you find a difference? I had a Was bit. there a difference between Hull and Southampton on that double? Nah, do you know what? Because you've got your own crowd yeah, as well. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, you're, not, you're not playing a sensitive multicultural crowd. <laughs> you're well, playing... Hull was the only one where someone walked out. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, yeah. And what did you do? He was talking. I put him down a couple of times and I think he's seen his ass about it. So he went, oh, I've had enough of this then. I walked uh, out. So yeah. I was like, well, don't fucking interrupt then, mate. Mm. Uh, they, 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 don't, they don't see it not going their way when they pipe up. Yeah, we know. Which is bananas. I know. It's absolutely bananas that they think that they're ever going to win that exchange. Well, I proper humiliated him as well. So someone dropped a glass and it smashed. But it was in the middle of a bit where I'm in a restaurant. Mm-hmm. So I just went, and someone threw a glass. And it's, oh God, it's like he was there, innit? Sort of thing. Just because it matched into the bit where yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. And he went, absolutely smashing. And I just let it hang. And he went, just, that was absolutely smashing. And uh, he said no. it again. I went, uh, mate, everyone heard you the first time, you know. And he died on his ass. And then I went, we're just going to sit here now for 10 seconds while we get rid of that. <laughs> just the stank. Just let the stank I, settle. I, I went, Open a window. Went, that was you, that. <laughs> People at home will be laughing because I, I do I do shit like that to Daniel all the time on purpose to derail it, put the fucking stinkiest pun in in the middle of his rants. I'll just fucking it's like it's like leaves on the lane. <laughs> <laughs> body on the line yeah, just yeah, how yeah. you fucking stinking pooey knowingly <laughs> knowingly stinky pong with you fucking pun in the middle of like as he gets really passionate when he's talking yeah. and he just like <laughs> shut up I so fucking that, that was in Hull that was Hull, Hull mate, yeah Hull's one of them places we always have a nice time when we go but never like going it's one of them places like the I, th- I think the, the people are all right the, gig, oh, yeah, the, yeah, the gigs yeah. always are right there yeah. but that's why I feel for you not having a car on the tour because that means you have to stay in the city you're gigging yeah it's not it's not ideal but I, yeah. I, I like staying in hotels it's like cause but, my, it, my... but it's sometimes nice to you know if you've done like uh, if you've done Bradford and then your next gig's in Leeds just go and bed down in Leeds for two nights and yeah, then you can yeah. go to the... I mean, that's just a... It's probably a bad example. Yeah. But, like, you can you can schedule it in a different way. You can schedule it where you go, right, I'll check in and have two nights in a hotel here because after the gig, I'll do the drive and then I've got a full day of not driving and go to sleep in the same bed. What I like about sleeping in hotels is it's clean. Mm-hmm. I have a very, very... 
bad room. I do. Of, yeah, a mole on the wall and that. You don't even seem like the type that would have like a filthy room, Jamie. That would need like <laughs> like a cleaner's house is never tidy. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's just I such am. a you, you, you just admit this. Like, I live in I've got me shit together. Like I, I thought that you'd have everything alphabetized and all that and like oh, real like colour code. I'm a proper squalor man. Yeah, so living in a hotel is luxury to me. It's uh-huh. Like this is like fuck. Even a cheap B and B feels like you know. Probably do you do you have a plan on dealing with that? What do you want to do? You have, like the fact that you live in squalor. The thing is, I shit the bed all the time. Aye, my girlfriend's pretty against it. Uh huh. Which is fair enough. She's against you shit in the bed. Yeah. Me, yeah, the fucking women are just like this all the time, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, past that jaw. Even ironic misogyny is still misogyny. Oh really? <laughs> we've, got, we've got a charity jar. <laughs> We've got a charity job, mate, where we're fucking... These are post-it notes with how much we owe because we're going through too much cash oh. and we didn't want to keep that much cash in here. But it's like, you know, every time you're racist in a bit or misogynistic or homophobic within a bit, instead of dealing with a problem, we just take the Tory way out and we'll put a five out towards oh, charity. Uh, we used to start it off, right, with like... This podcast in 2016 started off with Muggle Corner where it was like, if you put your decorations for Christmas up in November, you're a muggle getting the corner for 30 seconds. If you request a song off the DJ in the oh, nightclub, yeah, yeah. you're a muggle. And now it's like, gay people started the Holocaust. <laughs> 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 so it's just how we've transitioned. What is that, five or a time? Five or a time, but uh, it's 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 nice to put something back. I always you gotta put it back. Yeah, you? when when we're running punch drunk regularly, and that was making a bit of money. We always like to support charities and stuff. Like it's always nice to oh, maybe. a little bit. On a, on a selfish side, it's easier to reject charity muggers if you're doing charitable stuff. I in want, the background. Oh yeah, you'd be like, oh, I already donated. A charity. I signed up. Ah, oh, this is embarrassing. <laughs> I signed up to Deaf Kids. Um, <laughs> signed up. <laughs> Oh, that's so good. Is that it? <laughs> I signed up the deaf kids. That's a short joke, man. <laughs> um, the deaf kids society, because the girl was fit, and I just liked the conversation with her. Oh, yeah. And I was there for eight, eight quid a month, so 96 quid a year. So I reckon I spent 294 quid, 92 Maybe. quid uh-huh. on just a conversation with a pretty girl. Did you? Did you learn sign language on the way? No. I was or you not. just like... <laughs> it? This is good for the listeners, this. <laughs> this is good for the listeners. I'm doing the finger hole. I'm pointing. No. So that, I, that was my charity contribution because yeah. a pretty girl spoke to me. Cost did me 300 quid. Did you get anywhere? Didn't go anywhere. I signed up and then I'll leave it. And I left it for two years, so I knew she was probably oh, out like, job. Oh, for fuck's sake, I've got to talk to this guy that stinks of shit again with his mom's pubes on his back. But fucking, honestly, the mo- we need the money in the society. I know we need this I've bus. I've got to fucking put up with this. The deaf kids need a bus, mate. <laughs> um, I, uh, I also, um, I had an interview for one of these charity mugger jobs. Yeah. And the guy interviewing me was like proper like David Brent type. Joe, like uh, somebody finished ninth on The Apprentice yeah. sort of person. Uh, proper go-getter. So I tried to impress him, yeah. And he went, it says here you're a creative thinker on your CV. So I went, yeah, and he went, well, can you just go into that a bit more? So I went, well, I'll put it this way. 
I don't just think outside the box. I live outside it. <laughs> I went, oh, what do you mean by that? I went, oh, what, uh, well, you know, the, um, think of thoughts as, as the box. And I just got lost in this metaphor. <laughs> well, I on my yeah, ended up going, mate, listen, I am the box. <laughs> dying on my ass. <laughs> you just said earlier that you were great at interviews. I was class at interviews, mate. I made a woman cry in an interview. That's, that's not what they measured on. No. <laughs> I, I, I've got this. That doesn't make it good. I've got this technique for interviews and first dates. Oh no! <laughs> and you either get a job or a shag. Okay. Or a second date, at least. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't. Not all women sleep on the first date. <laughs> no. I owe it a five. Uh, yeah, we'll put, <laughs> we'll put it in for you. We'll put it in for you. Get the job. You get, you get, you get your first couple for free. <laughs> well, you don't. We pay for it. There we go. That was that was so, very problematic. He's trying to change. Sorry, sorry. The way he's trying to change is uh, donating other people's money to charity. <laughs> sorry, women. Um, so, so yeah, the success. Yeah, so, the success one way or another. So in, in in this in this interview process, and my manager went, I've never seen the, the owner of the company. Like I've never seen you control a room like that. I was on I was on Zoom. <laughs> can, can I, oh, I was going to say that, that that's good as my guess. I thought your guess would be take the interview chair and take it around the other side and sit it in between them. <laughs> I've done stuff like that where grab the water first. Uh -huh. I do stuff like that in interviews all the yeah. time. <laughs> Start pH testing it. Get your testing kit out. <laughs> Some crunchy little tablets and all that. Just going, yep, you just need a filter. That's the first thing I do when I come into this company. I'll get you a good water filter. Put in an ice cube tray, freeze it, and go, always thinking of solutions. <laughs> this water's not warm enough for me. So I, um, I used to work with dementia. People who had it. Um, and I used to write their life stories. So like people coming with dementia. Yeah, it was always just the same chapter. <laughs> just over and over again. <laughs> Thousand page tomes. Yeah. So this is this is the story I tell on first dates. Just to show like, you know. <laughs> you told the story of the notebook in an interview. <laughs> she goes, What she, she goes, what did you do there at Age UK? So I went, I work with people with dementia. And I used to write the life stories. Well, basically, it's like a reminiscence living room. So living room set out 50 style, do you know mm -hmm. what I mean? And um, they'd come in with their son or daughter or granddaughter. Mm -hmm. And we do weekly sections. So we'll talk all about your school life one yeah. week, all about work, all about, you know, your husband, etc. Time at war. <laughs> so I'm like five weeks in with this woman called Elsa. And it's work week, I'm really getting on with Elsa. She's really coming out of a shell a bit. Mm -hmm. And uh, she brings all the posters, uh, all, all, all like pictures in from when she worked. And she worked as a nursery teacher for 30 years at Beehive Nursery. So I went, oh, Beehive in Openshaw. That's where I went. Mm -hmm. What years was it? And she went, oh, I think she left in 93. They went, oh, I would have been like 94, 95. Mm -hmm. So probably just missed you. So you got the newbie in. Yeah, and then... She's got pictures, and there's a picture of her at her leaving pie, and she's cutting into a, le a leaving cake, and next door, next to her is me on my mum's knee at three. Oh wow! She was my first ever teacher, and now I'm my last ever carer. <laughs> Do I get the job? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> your job for it. You're doing a job for a charity mugger. That was your. That was your. No, that was that was that was to get the job in the hairdressing academy. Was it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You just melted the hearts and then created yeah. teenagers every time. Yeah, and I've said it with girls on nights out. Have you? I said it to my girlfriend on our first date. Because they, just see, they just see us this, like, fucking bed-shitting, like, reprobate, and then find out that you've just got this soft core. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they feel like that they can fix everything else. Oh, that's it. I'm such a project, man. Aye, uh, but, like, a kind of big project, like. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, not, DIY it's not a fix-our-up, man. It's like... Uh, <laughs> Even Nick Knowles won't take this one. <laughs> it's like we're going to have to work on the foundations of this one, I think. It's <laughs> rotten to the core, But there's something in it. There's something it's there. It's resale value. The resale It'll be value. worth the hard work. Oh, there's something there, man. You've got to make yourself out to be a project of a sensitive soul. Mm-hmm. For jobs and I was I was a fashion project for me, Mrs. Like this is this is this this is where she got day with me. Well, that's fine. I'm alright. I'm a lot more like plain than I would have been if I was left to my own devices. I was quite. I, I was think I was quite colourful in my choices. Nothing ever went together. I had no eye for that. Oh really? Right. Okay. But I, my, my lass is just like just rein it in a lot. <laughs> oh, just colours that clash, but just be a bit more plain. <laughs> Let your personality shine through. You're not town centre, mate. Stop it. <laughs> You're not town centre. I'm not. I'm not town centre. Despite, despite my charisma, yeah. I just couldn't get the town centre away because of my crooked face. Because all the tampons that have hit it, that that uh, that that tampon in my teeth story, come from a. Uh, it was a, a girl with uh, was, I took a Viagra, mm. right, and she went. She went, why would you take Viagra? You don't need Viagra. And I was like, it's not about needing Viagra. No, just it just It's like, just, you'll just enjoy it more. There'll be, there'll be a round two. We're waiting for a good night. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I put a cape on it. It's got superpowers for the evening. It's roids. It's roids for me cock. I would have done a good job anyway, but I'm going to do a yeah, 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 better yeah, job yeah. than it. And she watched us take the Viagra and then fucking kicks in. She started laughing and went, oh, I'm in period. <laughs> And I was like, you fucking arsehole, just howling. Because in her head, she just played a practical joke on us. Oh, it's funny, though. She just played a practical joke. And I was like, you would do us like that? And I was asking, we're just doing anyway. I, I was like, I think I need sex more than you can't have sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she just went, all right, we can do it. If you take it with your teeth, <laughs> thinking that I never would. Bluff called. Oh. And as you can tell by the picture. Wasn't that bad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't that it's bad. It's quite clean, yeah. But uh, but she got a, got a photo and took a photo of it, and uh, that that photo was just in the fucking the depths of my fucking darkest photo fucking archive. And uh, and when that lad suggested that I got hit in the face with a tampon, I dug out the photo. Oh, yeah, that's close. I'd clearly been fucking drunk. So I can't have like a one kind of It's too sad. Nah, can't say I ever have because I've no, always. I've not. I, oh no! I've, I've oh I have. I've, I've let I've let one go amiss before. I took I took one on Christmas Eve, and I've done stand up about this. So I don't want to yeah fuck anybody that's seen us day at live. But uh, I took it on Christmas Eve, and then like my last was just too drunk, and we just ended up like Christmas morning. She was too shabby. She just fucking didn't want to do it. I've had the exact same thing, but this thing called the Holy Grail. What is it? It's like Viagra on Viagra. Okay. It's Viagra squared, mate. But it also makes your butthole wide. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking throbbing. It gives you a nipple on as well. And then got back and the girl was sick. Uh, 
just throwing um, up everywhere. And it's just like a knot, obviously, and it'll go. And you've, it's fucking all the blood in the world is in your dick. You're, starting to, you're starting to go deaf. <laughs> you're like, where's that last one, Anita? <laughs> I paid for that, boss. <laughs> Yeah, pass the jar. <laughs> I'm going to get change. Shocking. Aye, uh, so it just didn't happen for you. Because it, it, like, it, doesn't, it, it doesn't give you a hard-on. You've it still just, got it to just be keeps, in the mood. It just keeps you hard-on. Yeah. It's like, you know, if people take steroids and accept yeah. to get, expect to get hench, you've still got to go to the gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've still got to, like, but uh, for my one, it was I took it on Christmas Eve, fought nothing of it, and woke up with me morning hard-on on Christmas Day and just Christmas with a hard-on. Yeah, it's... Just, like, tucked in, like, family gathering, fucking having dinner with it tucked in. Oh, it's, it's got, it just doesn't go, does it? It's class on nah. <laughs> Mate, I think that's, I think that's a wrap. The, the cameras lasted. Oh, uh, cheers for coming on the podcast, cheers, mate. Right, and, and, uh, you, your tour's sold out, so you can't plug that. But you're going to do a, like an add-on, like yeah, a doing an extension. So Jamie H Comedy on Twitter and Instagram to find that out. Um, be coming back all over the country again. There's some more dates in cities that I didn't come to. Excellent. And are you speculating because we've got quite an international audience here? Do you, do you speculate on going to uh, Australia for any of the festivals or? Uh, Possibly, not really out. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. Take, we'll see. take, take it in stages. I need a lot of magoo time for Australia. <laughs> ah, yeah, <laughs> I'll be fucked. And uh, I, um, so if you if you're in the UK, keep an eye out for Jamie Hutchinson on tour, and uh, go find him on all the social medias. And his podcast is called The Hot Water Green Room. So go and subscribe to that. And uh, we'll fucking next time you're back in Scotland, we'll get you back on. Yeah, sweet mate. Thank you. Cheers, lad. Nice one.